Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. You just flip pogs. Why do you need that? Flip pogs? Yeah. What pogs? What's better? A coin with loogie on it or a pog with cyclops on it? Pog. That's the answer. Uh, I mean, is it one of the, what are they called, stompers or whatever? Or is it just like a regular cardboard-ass pog? You get a custom-made pog that's metal and has cyclops on one side and loogie on the other. Oh, it's going down. Sir, those are contrasting. Bitches getting killed. Cyclops riding the loogie. <laughs> That sounds cool. That's going to be your next tattoo. <laughs> Yo, I don't even like Lugia that much. It's just I've just been saying them a lot. Cyclops will be riding on them. Yeah. Well, welcome to this bonus issue of Mexmen. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today we're going to be going over all new X-Men issue 37. And how cool it would be if Cyclops rode Lugia. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be going over that a lot. Yeah. That's probably most of the podcast. <laughs> Actually, let's not even cover the issue. Let's just talk about Cyclops. Being... Yo, we fucking Lugia. Like, have you seen when he took uh, Ash and that new guy? They went under yeah. the water. Can you imagine they did that, and then a periscope came up for Cyclops <laughs> to shoot the optic blast. You want to know what's gonna ruin that scene for you? That other guy. His name is Go. Oh, that's right. <laughs> fucking stupid. So stupid. But picture this. Lugia with a Cyclops visor. Like he's cosplaying? Damn. <laughs> Yo, like the Phoenix one? <laughs> yeah. Like right over his face like that? Well, I That'd guess, be so sick. I guess then it would be Ho-Oh. Why? It's like a Phoenix. Man, fuck Ho-Oh. Bitch-ass turkey. Fuck these Ho-Ohs. <laughs> <laughs> these Ho-Ohs ain't <laughs> I don't trust these Ho-Ohs. Uh, speaking of stuff you don't trust, I trust you to get into this <laughs> issue what? of all new X. Yo, you're killing it with the segues, man. You sound like me. Yeah. <laughs> thought you were gonna say Gene Gray, not trusting Emma. I Fox. know, right? That's why I thought he was gonna go. Killing it with segues is also the most dumb part of the X Games. Uh, speaking of killing it with segues, so the cover of this issue. You're going to think, oh, this is a book about Beast and Iceman. No. <laughs> they're not even in it. No. Barely at all. Like, they're on the cover. <laughs> and then that's it. It's just sort of like, you read this book and then wonder, what did, were Beast and Iceman doing? It's like, oh, we covered that on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> what were they doing during all this? Well, Iceman, I think, was eating a slice of pizza. It was a candy bar. Something. And, yeah. reading, Snow and reading Miss Marvel. Or, oh yeah, he's reading Miss Marvel. He is. That is the cover of Miss Marvel, number one. And then Beast is, is trying to make his dick ten inches. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's working on his dick. <laughs> he does. He's like he's welding on a prosthesis. <laughs> oh, those are. Have you seen those? The dick no. addictions. Addictions. The addictions. Yeah. They're like like sort of half dildos that you would put a penis in. And then it goes the rest of the way. It's like a dick hat. Into a, an, into a lady. It's like, Yeah, it's like if you wore a hat, but the hat was just more you. <laughs> but not you at all. It's like if you were tagging in a friend, but 
not wanting to be gay. You know what it is in those movies? How they uh, they got a CGI a character who's supposed to be fucking huge. So they put that weird like shoulder mount that has another guy's head on top of it. It's like that, but for your dick. Yeah. So it's like when uh, somebody gets on your shoulders and you wear a trench coat. Yeah. So you look like you're eight feet tall. So speaking of dicks, you know who sees dicks all day long? Trying to get your dick to sneak into a movie. (laughs) You know who sees dicks all day long? Psychics. Who read people's minds and see that they're thinking about dicks. Who reads beast minds. (laughs) Yeah, ten inches. Uh, You think that's... (laughs) I was just thinking, like, you think that's something that someone, when talking to someone they know is a psychic, to fuck with them, they think of a dick? It's just, like, basically send them a dick pic? Well, yeah, that's that Pete Holmes sketch. But then they think of a like more dicks, and then push it into their heads. Probably happens to Jean all the time because she keeps reading people's minds. I mean, yeah, with Beast. Yeah. Well, it's just one. Well, it's even sadder because it's not ten inches. Like he's just trying to convince himself and her. But he's probably imagining a ten-inch dick. So then she's getting conflicting images. Well, it's got to be yeah. real weird for her because we know it as fact. <laughs> how how weird it is. To look in somebody else's mind and see how they're picturing you naked. Did we know that? Yeah, we know that. Genki and uh, Miles. Picture each other naked? No, picture Gene naked. Yeah. Well, it was implied that that's what they were thinking of. Genki yeah. thought about her in the shower and joining her. He definitely was thinking about yeah. her. Yeah. And then he, she kind of did invite him. Oh, you're that guy. No. <laughs> No, I just mean technically in the words she said. Where she was like, I'm, no, no, I'm just kidding. And then he was like, oh, so I can join you in the show. (laughs) She didn't clear that up afterwards. I'm just saying it would have been really awkward. If it's not a yes, it's not a yes. (laughs) That's a situation where the only yes is a clear yes. No, it's that she (laughs) said that she was joking when she, after she said, you can't join me in the shower. So it's. It's not even a not a yes is not a no. It's you like not it, a no is a yes. No, no, not, <laughs> not that. It's it's that she sort of said yes, but like it, like the streams of understanding got crossed. That's why it's a joke because Genki was like, oh, "I can join you in the shower." But obviously, no. So what happened with this issue, Devin? Well, they killed Genki. <laughs> <laughs> he got canceled for sexual harassment. Yeah, sounds like it wasn't as much of a yes as he thought. <laughs> no, uh, just random ass mutants. Honestly, uh, bursting out of shit because Madripoor. Uh, yeah, Madripoor. Uh, Emma and Jean go to Madripoor. Oh, it's the same artist. I didn't know. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. She's so much better. Like all the panels. I like this without the shit. Because I was just thinking, I was like, oh, I like this art too, and I did not know it was the same artist because it was like a different style, like yeah. the body types that, Del Mundo? Were, that were drawn. No, that's Sorrentino. So it's Del Mundo. Mike Del Mundo. Del Mundo. Or oh, colorists. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and artists, yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, I don't see a Sorrentino. What oh, no, that's 38 and 39. Yeah. Okay, this is the trade I'm looking at, so. But, you know, it's similar. The, the Maybe the colorist is the same for uh, this for cool. and the Black Vortex stuff. Um, but yeah, Gene and, uh, Emma are on Madripoor because Emma kept saying, I'm gonna fucking train you, right? Uh, and there was a couple times where they bonded a little bit, but they never really resolved 
her training her yet. And this is the uh, resolution of that. Is they go to Madripoor. And uh, she actually, uh, Emma, reveals that she has her psychic powers back, basically. She's like, yeah, I, I got them back. Yeah, sort of a little bit. keeps her secrets. Definitely. She yeah. says. It's almost all the way back. Yeah. And yeah, the cuckoos have been helping her get back to that point. Although I do suspect that she's had it longer, right? I'm thinking she she definitely had it during um, what's its face uh, more than it seemed when she, uh, original sin. Yeah, uh, it's definitely implied that she's had it for a while, just didn't tell anybody. Yeah. So, uh, and then magic shows up because she's the one who ported them uh, to Madripoor. And she's like, wants to stay with them. And Emma's like, no, you go back to the school. She's like, I really don't want to go there. It's a mess there. And that's weird that like, Magic's nervous to go somewhere. Or just like, is it, is it more that she's? I think it's just uncomfortable there. Yeah, like awkward or something. Yeah. Because I'm assuming this is right after the uh, he he got rid of the school. And shit. So maybe it's just like the sad boy summers thing is like so strong right now. Yeah, yeah and also there could be havoc there, which is doubling up on the sad boy summers. Oh, man. Yeah, summertime sadness. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. She's gonna be like port me. He's pro- she's probably just getting asked to like port him to to get food. Like yeah. port me to get some ice cream. <laughs> to be fair, it's been like six months and she hasn't gotten him the breakfast that she said she would get. Yeah, he's crying. He needs a tub Ben and Jerry's. He's like wiping his tears with pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Soaks it all up. You only yeah. need one pancake. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is right after uh, Axis then? Because Axis is also placed weird. So Axis has to be right after the uh, Last Will and Testament, right? And then the uncanny stuff that happens. Because the X-Men are back. Like, I just want to draw a clear line right I now. I don't think you can. Yeah, this. No, will, I think you can. This will be after Axis, and uh, so uh, this would be after. Un- this is after the Matthew Malloy stuff too, because uh, yes, what I mean. This is so too- uncanny. X Men happens. Yeah. Then Axis happens because the all new X Men go into the Ultimate Universe, and while they're in the Ultimate Universe, Axis happens, and they come back after Axis. Yeah. Well, and there's there's four more issues counting the. Uh, Black Vortex issues of all new X-Men. So if you don't count those, there's two issues after this of all new X-Men, and then it's done. And it lined up with Uncanny, and there's five issues of Uncanny we still haven't covered. Okay, yeah. I'm just trying to find where these events are coming into the gaps yeah, of so things. This this would have to be right after, after Axis. And, yeah. Which well, is why she doesn't want to be around Summers, and, and Havoc would be there because of Axis. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's pretty, like continuity wise but it's like all happening kind of at, at the same time it feels like so quick right because they were releasing all these books basically at the same time um but this also means that mutants just try to take over well didn't try did take over manhattan yeah, yeah. we'll forget about all that okay <laughs> i mean that's just what happens in the marvel universe all this crazy it stuff is. happens We're like yeah whatever the villains took uh the blame for it and stuff so but no one really cares. They only ever give the Avengers a pass. They never give the X-Men a pass. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out why it would be so awkward for uh, I think it's Magic to go back. Of... And it's 
basically all that. Yeah, it's Sad Boy Summers after Matthew Malloy and he like gave up the school. And... Yeah, and then Axis happens. So they were just like villains, and Havoc still secretly is a villain. Yeah. Although not so secretly, because he did threaten to kill. Like the Avengers got to know. Yeah, I think everybody pretty much knows, but Cyclops is trying to help him. And also, they're never exactly clear on when Havoc shows up to the school. Uh, so it could also be the end, because I, I haven't read the Uncanny stuff, so it might be the very end of Uncanny after that Havoc shows up. So I don't uh, know if, he's, if Havoc's in the rest of the Uncanny books. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't remember either. Well, I guess we're going to find out when we cover it. Yeah, in a couple (laughs) weeks. Yeah. So, anyway, a lot's going on, so I can see why Magic doesn't necessarily want to go back there. I take it as nothing's going on. It's just Sad Boy Summers. Well, no, a lot of of awkward stuff. Like, a lot had just happened. Why do I feel like he's moving around crying? Like, he's... Rolling around crying in a Xavier wheelchair. What? Just like, why? Popping wheelies and sound spinning like, around crying. Sounding like Nancy Kerrigan when she got her leg busted. Uh, that just made me think of uh, a scene from... Um, fuck, that show that you won't watch because the guy from My Chemical Romance made it. Oh, Umbrella Academy? Yeah, Umbrella Academy. There's a scene where the leader... He's the last one to leave. Like, everyone else got tired of, like, their adopted dad and left. Because <laughs> he basically pulled an Xavier, right? And the, the Not that he molested Shameless. them. Uh, but that... Oh, I don't know. I never watched Shameless. Uh, but that, you know, this super rich guy uh, adopted all these babies that turned out to have powers because they were all born on the same day. And, like, just mysteriously, like, women who weren't pregnant were immediately pregnant and had kids. Um, They're all Jesus, basically. Basically. But, like, instantly. And instant, instant Jesuses, and so he buys seven of them, like literally. <laughs> I'll take seven. <laughs> he does. He travels around. They were on he, sale. He, he buys fair. them from like the parents. Well, the, well, the moms. They're cheaper to get in bulk. <laughs> uh, and he raises them basically like his own like border school X Men, uh, and they all have different powers, and so they all get tired of this guy and leave over time. Except his num- like because he didn't even give them names. He gave them numbers, one through seven, uh, and then they just happened to have oh, names. Shit, Dad. Yeah, I know. Uh, and so number one was the leader, and he stayed the longest. And so while he's there alone, it's just basically him being sad, like like he's just riding a bicycle around by himself inside the house while drinking a carton of milk and stuff while in his pajamas still. And that's just basically what I'm imagining Cyclops doing Probably right yeah, now. Just in a wheelchair. He's got yeah. that whole facility, so. Uh, I picture basically the scene from Deadpool 2, but more crying and less glosses. I don't remember. It's literally the wheelchair. Yeah. After his wife died. Or his he, girlfriend, whatever. I know that it happened. I just don't remember it. It's been a while since I watched Deadpool 2. There's so much fucking content, dude. Uh... It, speaking of getting back to this one, um, <laughs> to our content, yeah, our content about others' content. So, th- like, th- there's just a bunch of mutants fighting, getting smashed through windows. This is like the second or third one in this like fourth page where a mutant's going through a window, and Gene uh, wants to know why they're there. Emma's like, "Well, I'm training you. I said I was going to train you, so this is how it's happening." And also. I'm taking away your uh, psychic ability. 
And she's like, how are you going to take away my psychic ability? And she's just like, boop, and punch, yeah, like, poops her on the nose. Yeah, and she's like, you don't got psychic powers anymore. She's like, how did you do that? It's like, well, because I'm a psychic, and I know how to do that. <laughs> the boop. Yeah. That's how. Um, so basically, like, telling her, deal with it with just your telekinesis to be a better psychic. <laughs> and they, uh, they go up to a building, and she's like, uh, I want you to go in there, and you're going to find something. You're going to take care of it for me. That's a problem. She's like, what is it? It's like, you'll know when you see it. They uh, also talked a lot about how Xavier was suppressing her powers, and she doesn't believe it. Oh, did yeah. they do that? I thought they did that later. Oh, did it right here. Cause, uh, oh, okay. He's got a huge track record of that, but they're like, nah, that guy? No. That's true. Well, because they were saying that, like, well, my, my powers, my second powers manifested earlier when I came to this time period, and it's like, that's a crazy coincidence, huh? As soon as you're not around the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. Because she was saying, like, how'd you turn off my powers? And she's like, I'll teach you that later. Xavier should have taught you that. Yeah. He's like, oh, he would have if I had my psychic powers. Like, yeah, that's a real coincidence there. <laughs> yeah. Kind of just made you not have that, huh? <laughs> it's Yeah, and by, by like, because he always says, oh, for your own good. He did it <laughs> because it's for her own good, so she doesn't see what he's been thinking. It is weird how, Don't like... Don't want to scar her. <laughs> yeah. It, it's weird how everyone so quickly absolved... Uh, uh, Xavier of all his bullshit after he died like except for these X-Men and even these X-Men right like Magneto was still like Xavier was on a pedestal and shit uh, but like Emma Frost is like oh he was a he was an asshole yeah, it's, <laughs> he had issues we well, remember those issues she was never that fond like she didn't treat Xavier like everybody else did that's why well, she was always like uh, Emma was always more prominent to the teams when Xavier wasn't around. Yeah, there was that, but I mean, she was with Scott when Scott learned of how bad it yeah. was with Xavier. I think it's just forgiving uh, or being mad at Xavier for all the shit he did means like giving some leeway to Scott, and they refuse to do that. Yeah, that's true. It's sort of like uh, when Firestar was trying to was sort of taking a side objectively, and they were like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. We want to hate him. So, uh, Gene's in this, like, factory-looking building, and then finds, uh, what's-his-face blob in some dudes. Because uh, he's, is he selling or buying MGH? That's I don't understand that about him, because he was he's hooked on it. it. But what he, he himself, okay. Um, because he's selling it, he's selling it for Mystique, but Mystique was only giving him a certain amount, right? And he wanted more. Yeah, so that's why I was confused on whether or not he was like trying to amass even more. Still, because I don't even think Mystique's running Madripoor anymore. That's one of the things we were talking about. Is that Mystique tried to turn it into a utopia for mutants, but that just means like debauchery and fighting and the selling of MGH, which just turns people in, who aren't mutants into mutants well, temporarily. Isn't Magneto doing some shit in Madripoor right now? Yeah, he um, he basically killed everyone involved in creating it, except had a guy create it for him to boost his own powers. So he was sort of a hypocrite in that way. It was probably like a, po- like a power vacuum, and that's why everybody's going fucking insane. Yeah. It's really destabilized now uh, yeah, because you don't even have Hydra there anymore. Um, we'll learn all this in a few months when we cover Magneto. Yeah. Well, we already covered the Madripoor stuff a little bit, though, yeah. because it does happen 
uh, in, in these books. Yeah. But yeah, because she says something like, oh, look how low you've fallen. You're selling it to whoever wants to buy it. He says, no, to the highest bidder. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess fair enough. But that was a dope scene because uh, she sees Blob and he's there like selling it. Looks like he's got a handful of lollipops too. I don't know why. Because <laughs> he's fat? <laughs> but then he starts like attacking and that fight scene was dope because it like flips the camera or the scene sideways and you see him like cannonballing through floors. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, it's like second floor, first floor. He's just... Oh, there. I okay. That was way ahead of where I was because... All right, so she catches him uh, and then he like throws her way the fuck out like she goes flying by an ice cream truck and i love that like in the background you just see emma frost uh just like looking at her nails but in, like you said before like in gloves so, like what is she really looking at but you could just tell basically like she's not giving a shit like she's was, leaving it to uh gene to figure out that was before they even started fighting that's when she was talking crap about xavier when because he says he would have had or he would have if i had that power when he knew me and she's looking at her nails through the gloves or whatever. She's like, it's so cute, you think so? Oh, no, that's not what I mean, though. All right, so the next page, right after she sees Blob and he's got the lollipops, she goes flying. Jean, you can see her. And it, then in it, the background superimposed is Emma, and she's because she's doing that tisk sound. like You guys oh, got you it a little mixed up because the ice cream thing is right after Blob falls through the floors. Oh, well, you know what? Shout out to Marvel Unlimited. <laughs> You fucking suck. Because <laughs> these pages are mixed up. They're fine on mine. No, dude, look. Bam. Catches Blob. What? Oh, yeah. Yours are messed up. I yeah. think that's a user error. Marvel, you're great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> user error? Like, how the fuck am I doing that? God damn it, Marvel. Yeah, Maybe your Marvel Unlimited is just the worst. Yeah, you had me mixed up because I was like, I'm pretty sure I got this. I didn't jump that far ahead. I was like a page ahead of you. That was four pages ahead. I had to, I had to go four pages ahead to find what you were talking about, him going through floors. Ugh. Yeah, because the first thing that happens, you see Blob, and he's eating the lollipops, and then she starts grabbing guns from everybody. Yeah. And then Blob starts wrecking shit. Emma was telling her that, like, bullets wouldn't do anything to the Blob, and, like, so she shoots anyway. It's like, of course, it didn't do anything. Like, why? Like, it's one thing that he's strong and is, like, pretty bulletproof. Yeah. And you think she would know this because I'm pretty sure she's already fought the blob. Yeah. She literally says when she sees him. Like, you got hey, fatter. When yeah. I, well, when I first saw you, you refused to join the X-Men because you thought you were too good and now you're a junkie. Yeah. And he was like, well, still sucks to be an X-Men, doesn't it? He's like, cannonball. <laughs> Which is also great. Because he's like, oh, yeah, join the X-Men. How's that working out for you guys? And then Emma's like, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so she does, uh, like, when he goes to Cannonball, she holds him with the telekinesis and then has him go up even higher and then just drops him. And uh, Emma's like, yeah, how'd that feel? Like, I didn't really need you to stop anything. I just wanted you to beat up the blob because, you know, fuck that guy. <laughs> and you just need to learn to to let go. To use your powers. Yeah, once you bring blob up in the air, let him go. <laughs> yeah. I like that she hit him with an ice cream truck. I feel like that's very symbolic. Yeah. Uh, also, there's just an ice cream truck driving around Madripoor where all these, like, like mutants are selling drugs and there's a lot of crime going on there and there's Hydra, but you know, for the children. 
Who doesn't like ice cream, though? It's not the point. It's like, it's such a weird job to have there. Like, would you want to be an ice cream truck driver for Magipore? There's no way that the money is enough. Supply and demand, man. Well, the weird thing is, too... Okay, so I'm going to break down how they paneled this because it's, it's really bizarre. That So when she catches Blob and then Blob like drops the suckers and the money <laughs> and then they kind of start to fight and he knocks her out. Like, like that's right after she grabs all the guns and holds the guns up telekinetically to all the guys. And then Blob knocks her away. He punches the ground and everybody goes flying. Yeah, and she goes flying past the ice cream truck. No. She does. But then has the guns with her still? Like, you can just see it in the, the color changes of the, the pages. There's guns everywhere in Madripoor. There's Are, just one line. It was probably the ice cream man's gun because he works in fucking Madripoor. Yeah. You know what? Fair enough. I, I'll take that. Guns everywhere in Madripoor. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, wait, the guns are in the building with her. She goes flying past the ice cream truck. She uses the ice cream truck, smashes into Blob with it, but then she's telekinetically holding up guns. Where'd the guns come from? But, like you said, Madripoor. Yeah. Guns everywhere. Say, guns an and used needles. An ice cream truck drove through the apartment complex, and all of the contractors ran to the ice cream truck. <laughs> <laughs> there was no kids. Just grown men. Free snow cones. <laughs> So, uh, basically, uh, Emma's like, look, the last lesson I had to teach you was not be afraid of your power. You're like, you got all this power in you, and you may not think Xavier was holding you back, but I just kind of showed that he was. And you can't always rely on your psychic ability. You have to let this loose. Which, like, this is a weird lesson for her to be getting now. Yeah. Because well, she's already been done that. She's gone psionic. Several times now, which was yeah. that, like, embracing that full, total psychic power. Yeah. Well, and her whole point of that was, like, you don't have the phoenix in you. Like, stop acting like you're trying to stop the phoenix from coming out. Yeah. She's afraid, like, how often. She went psionic but never does it anymore. That's true. It has been a while. But she's, she did it a few times. Yeah, but I think it's because uh, telekines- telekinesis. Uh, telepathy is such an overpowered power to have because you're going to shut off a brain so it's kind of like why don't you try doing something else you're True. cheating and then she boops her power back on and then that's uh that's the book yep that's issue 37 yeah were they just i don't know they're friends yeah they got to walk back because they said magic's not gonna come get us no yeah she's been getting real pissed off being uh and that's a uh, that's another thing we forgot to mention that uh at the beginning of the book, uh, Jean's like, Magic doesn't like us using it, her as a taxi service. And Emma's like, you better get out of her head because that place is fucked up. Yeah. Like, she's like, read you know what else mind. she doesn't like? Psychics reading her mind. Yeah. yeah. She's got all of Limbo in there. You don't want to start opening up closets in there. But you know what these people would like? So there's social media. Oh, yeah. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Maxman Podcast. Oh, I guess we do go there first. I, was, I had that segue... Said like the closets of limbo. It's like you know what these people would like, closets of merch, <laughs> <laughs> which we have at our T Public. And then you can get stickers and decorate the doors of your closet. Yes. Why do you push the stickers so hard when we don't make any <laughs> stickers? Every episode, you're like, buy the stickers because there's only so much you could do with the shirt, right? But the stickers 
you could put it on oh, anything. Oh, you know what'd be cool? You should use them as like nipple tassels just to cover the nipples. <laughs> you could do that. Or, you know, like we don't sell toasters through Tee Public, but the stickers, you slap a sticker on a toaster. Is that safe? I would not recommend <laughs> <It's a Mexican laughs> toaster. I would not recommend putting a sticker on a toaster. On the side of a toaster? They get really hot on yeah. the sides of toasters. That just means it's going to bond extra good. We sell, me- <laughs> we sell Mexmen forks. Try sticking one of them in the toaster. No, but you could get the sticker, put it on the fork. Now that's a Mexmen fork. Stick put it that, in an outlet. Put that toaster in the bath. That's a Mexmen bath. <laughs> no, the sticker. Jesus. Well, put a sticker You're- on the toaster, and then you put the toaster in the bathtub. That's Valid. You- <laughs> that's how you get a Mexmen bathtub. Yep. So you get a Mexican tattoo. <laughs> That's how you get storm powers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the link to our social medias and uh, our tea public are all in the show notes. And uh, you know what happens with the toad when it's standing in a tub with a toaster? <laughs> the same thing as everything else. <laughs> like <you're> a toadster. <laughs> toadster. <laughs> toadster. <laughs> um, also, if you like our outro, that might be playing at this point. Who knows? <laughs> find that out when i'm editing but if you like the outro the uh link to that full song is also in our show notes yeah yeah so that's pretty good